So this morning was fun. Yeah. Um, I got up and actually got up on time. I actually got sleep. So Good. Um, got up, got Lily up, went back to get dressed um, and work out clothes so that we could actually work out this morning. And uh, got downstairs, turned on the lights, turned on the TV so we could work out, got Tabby up. Tabby was, you know, perfectly, perfectly fine getting up. It took her maybe like five minutes to wake up, get dressed, and come out. So from the time that I had woken Lily up, I had gotten dressed, went downstairs, set everything up, woke Tabby up. Tabby got dressed and came and met me in the uh, fitness room all before Lily was downstairs. Nice. So I called the Lily. Was like, bro, <laughs> it's time to get up. What are we? What are we doing? And then she was like, I completely forgot you said we were working out, so I started getting dressed. Oh. So she changed real quick and then My, came back they, they do get dressed to work out though <laughs> yeah well, she started getting dressed for school so yeah. she had oh, jeans okay. on by the time that i was calling on calling her to get downstairs so then we worked out everything is great nice and simple easy um and then i made uh using the the meat that we had last night i chopped it up and made a scramble uh with eggs and mm. uh some of the the salad greens and they enjoyed that and then i made a little them each a little bowl of oatmeal to go with it and then sliced up some oranges yeah every now and then just to have minute steaks is a good thing and i just liked being able to cook last night oh yeah that's all definitely nice having a real real dinner (laughs) yeah well the grout got put on the not the grout the masonry got put on too thick on those tiles so i can't grout it yet and i was like okay but i'm not gonna be without food yeah I'm, I'm so sick of everything with drive-thrus i'm like ugh. and then trying to find what i can eat no thanks yeah it's practically impossible because mm-hmm. no matter what the sodium will kick you in the butt <laughs> afterwards yeah so so yeah no that uh got that done and then i told them because you know the kitchen's been needs to be clean because i don't know when you're going to do the grouting i was like so in case he's gonna be mm-hmm. doing it today it was like everything for breakfast needs to get cleaned up before you guys can eat yep and then they got big mad about that but and lily got wanted it done yeah <laughs> because i made them a nice breakfast so i've been thinking about that it. is like you know i just want them to start before they can leave before anything else before they can eat just so yeah like, okay, okay breakfast is made clean and lunch is made clean it up so, yeah. yeah so they had peanut butter and jelly and then some almonds and peanuts mixed together to go with it nice. for lunch. Um, and then Lily got her green apple. Tabby got her uh, mandarins. Mm. And then they had the scramble and oatmeal and oranges for breakfast. Kitchen got cleaned up. Um, Nikki was up. And this is the only issue I had this morning was with Lily, you know, yeah. as per usual. <laughs> and she because she got her tea yesterday. She was super excited. And she wanted to have it this morning. And uh, for anybody that, you know, is just tuning in or doesn't really know, um, Lily has an issue with stealing. And so one of the she things have that... She issue with it. She's getting good at it. Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. She, one of the things that she is stealing that's more, you know, it's one thing to steal something and be like, okay, come on, bro. It's another mm-hmm. thing when she's stealing something and it's going to be detrimental to her health. So she was stealing sugar and like absolutely oh, filling... Gobs. Yeah. filling half of her cups with sugar and hoping that it would dissolve in whatever it was that she was drinking, whether mm-hmm. it was tea or orange juice or apple juice or like literally just making quote unquote lemonade by mm. dumping, you know, half a cup of sugar in a cup and then to a wedge you know, of lemon. 
Yeah. And so it was getting really bad and we were, you know, noticing the sugar was disappearing and we, me and Nikki just assumed that it was like the other was like when we were baking, we were just using, you know, sugar for it instead of brown sugar. But her and I had both been using brown sugar to bake. Yeah. And then we finally came to, to realize like, hey, sugar is just disappearing. Like I'm not using it. You're not using it. And then we came across her water bottle, which yeah. is this big, you know, big, huge thermos water bottle. And the entire, like, bottom inch of it was just a glob of sugar from the last time that she had made something. And she mm-hmm. made the mistake of leaving it there. And, you know, smelled it because we were like, is this, you know, what was in here? And it was just water. She just got to the point where she was sugaring her water because she was just so dependent on having sugar. Yeah, that and so sugar had been ridiculous. taken from her. Anything that wasn't a clear cup so we could clearly see what she was drinking was taken from her so that she could not get away with that anymore and the sugar mm-hmm. got hidden. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, she wasn't allowed, like, she was allowed to have tea with no sugar, no honey, anything like that. And uh, which is fine because they both like teas. You just have to give them the right tea and they don't want to add any sugar to it. Her, the, her, most uh newest trend has been white tea which is not easy to come across mm-hmm. and so she because like, she likes the chai tea but she likes chai tea more towards bedtime which i can understand it's a very yeah. very soothing tea but in the morning she wants something different but she didn't want she doesn't really like green tea and the black teas that we get she just she's starting to just not really like them anymore which is fine so she wanted white tea got white tea and then wanted to have that this morning and she decided that because her water bottle was in the dining room, because everything got taken out of the kitchen, right. that she could just use it. I warmed up water for her because she asked me to. And I was like, yeah, sure. But then brought her water bottle in there. And I was like, Did, who gave that back to you? And she was like, well, I assumed that I could have it back. And I was like, where was it? <laughs> she was like, it was just in the dining room. And I was like, okay, who said you could have it, though? Nobody. I just assumed that it was fine. I was like, well, it's not. <laughs> you mm-hmm. didn't earn that back yet. It was like, you just got tea. You have to prove that you're trustworthy again. And so then she walked away to put it back in the dining room and then came back with the, the exact same kind of thermos water bottle, but it's mm-hmm. the, like, mafia something, whatever one that's yeah, yours. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, bro, that's not even yours. And she was like, well, I, somebody said that I could use it. And I was like, who, who said you could use it? And when was that? And she was like, I don't know. I just, Nikki said that I could use it. And I was like, really? Why don't you just use the cups that you've, that were bought for you that are yours so that you can use it and bring it to school. You literally had cups bought for you for that reason. And then she, and then stormed off and then came back around the corner and was like, can I at least use the cup that I used yesterday? And I was like, what cup did you use yesterday? Is it something that was yours? She's like, yeah, it's mine. I was like, and it was bought for you for the intention of bringing things to school. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. And I was like, so who bought it for you? She was like, you know, mommy did. And I was like, yeah, she's not here. She doesn't know that you're in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. So you can use that when you're home and you're about to go to bed and somebody watched you make your tea, but not for taking to school, bro. Like, that's literally the whole point is that you are still in trouble with that. You can't just, you know, do decide that you don't want to be in trouble anymore and not ask anybody. And so then her solution was just not have tea. So she just didn't have tea because she was mad about that. So you can have it the way you want it, so you just don't have it. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. But so that was that was the little bit of attitude that I got. Besides, uh, Tabby, I caught Tabby not brushing the underside of her head again. Hmm. She had a big fat rat's nest just right at her neck because she just 
keeps not not brushing the other side of her hair because yeah. she th- assumes that if she brushes the top and you know does her hair on the front end that nobody will care about the back <laughs> like bro that's first of all when you have a rat's nest that big that's pushing your hair out and you just got this lump on the back of your head no amount of smoothing down the top of your hair is gonna change right? that so she got mad at me for that and i just put her hair in a ponytail after brushing through it because i knew she wouldn't do it right and then but that was it she she tried to to wear she tried to wear the shirt that she wore to bed and wore to work out to school and it, i was like bro <laughs> come on get dressed and the epitome like, okay. of lazy considering it's two days after your vacation yeah. and your all your laundry is actually done like uh-huh. it's like she's trying to like oh but the longer i can wear the same outfits and da, 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 yeah i like, don't i don't know what her no, thought process is but no. i mean lily went through the I, same thing yeah it, don't get me wrong i'm like i'm i'm notorious i will wear the same outfit you yeah. know, more than one day in a row. But I also not if I'm outside working or exactly. working out or doing things that are It's like if I'm sitting around and I'm a couch potato and I wasn't, you know, gassy all day, <laughs> then, yeah, I'm fine putting my stuff back on. They're not that way. Oh, you know, gosh, no. so. they run around and do P.E. in their school clothes. They when they sleep. I mean, Tabby, Tabby's bed is just gross and she sleeps on it. And then, you know, she's not allowed to wear anything that she goes to mm-hmm. bed to school. So. I don't know what her thought process was, but like I said, Lily went through the same thing. She just started, you know, deciding that she cared again, and now we haven't had any issues with her. You Which know, is- she just has an issue with putting her clean clothes away, mm-hmm. and then because she doesn't put her clean clothes away, she puts them all in the basket. Yeah. Then when she has dirty clothes, she puts those in the basket, and then she doesn't know what's clean and what's dirty, and she's walking around her room sniffing her clothes, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> put your clothes away. <laughs> you have enough hangers, you have a closet, you have all this uh, you know, opportunity to have clean clothes put away, mm-hmm. but that's the only thing that we have issues with her about, but she's not trying to go to school and, you know, baggy clothes and hiding everything and, you know, pretending that she doesn't have nice clothes for whatever reason that she was doing that for she's finally over that she's wearing the shirts that she chooses she's also at least not taking bags of cheetos and chips and trying to smuggle them to school in her clothes where she's crunching as she walks so she's got she learns yeah that's at least a good thing but with all of that fun said (laughs) nice good morning and Thank you for joining us on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time by two people who are in various forms of consciousness. <laughs> so you're running our show this afternoon because today is our relationship day. Mm-hmm. So all kinds of fun stuff. So what do you have for us? Um, I have quite a few Reddit posts that we can read through and go through people's, you know, mistakes, lies, Finding out people are cheating, all that, all that stuff. Good times, so, good times. Some of them are from Am I the A-hole? Some of them for, from Relationship Advice. So, um, we're just going to go through them. And we'll start with this one, because this one is long and very interesting. So, uh, it's 22 female and 25 male. And it's from the perspective of the boyfriend. Okay. So, it is titled... I caught my girlfriend in a lie, and I'm shocked how sophisticated the lie was. Okay. So, basically, my girlfriend lied to me, saying she was meeting up with two girlfriends for a night out, but instead went to a different friend's hotel room party with other guys and girls. She's not cheated, but she's lied about her whereabouts. Mm. Hi, all. This is a long post. First half is a little background. Second half is the main bit. I've been with my girlfriend for a year. I'd say we have a good relationship. She was the one who asked me to make it official, and I posted uh, about her on Instagram. 
We both live with our parents, but hers are very strict and traditional. For the first six to seven months, our relationship was like bliss. It was almost too good, to the point I used to wonder. It was like she was on her best behavior. It's important to mention that my girlfriend's parents are very strict and she had curfews, but I didn't know this at the time. I used to fully trust her, take her word for everything. I remember thinking that I finally found someone I can trust. One weekend, we went on holiday. We've been on holiday before several times with no issue. In the evening, we started to talk about family and parents, and long story short, my girlfriend opened up a little about her dad being very strict. I had no idea at the time, and it seemed like it was a little distressing. Later in the night, I think talking about her dad triggered something, and she ran off in the town center at midnight. We were outside a bar. I glanced away for ten seconds, and she was gone. Long story short, I spent the next few hours traveling the streets drunk trying to find her until it was the early morning. I was about to call the police and her parents. She came in at 6 a.m. at the accommodation we had rented, literally looking like she had slept in the park. I asked what happened. Why did you run off? My girlfriend revealed to me that her father is abusive, a control freak, and she hates him. I think she may have had a mental breakdown of some sort. He has tried to hit her and is also abusive to his wife, too. She has curfews, not allowed at, out at night for nights out, the fact, and the fact that she even has me as a boyfriend was a massive thing for her, as her dad wouldn't normally allow this. All other relationships she'd had were done in secret. My girlfriend used to be lying to, was used to lying to her father, although she doesn't lie to her mom, as the dad is the abusive to, to both of them. She says she hates the man. A week before the incident happened, she was calling me her soulmate and stuff like that. It was almost like her true colors showed after this event because our relationship started to go a little downhill. Mm. The reason I made this post, recently, my girlfriend went out on a night out. It was planned on the day, and she texted me whilst I was at work that her girlfriend had a spare ticket to an event, and it'll be all-girls night, her and two other girls. Later in the evening, she called me, said she's going. I asked her a little more about the event. She said it's an open invitation, implying if I wanted to come, but I said no, it's just a girl's night, so I won't. They were going to her girlfriend's house and then uh, get their mom to drop them into the town center. That's cool. Later that night, I see my girlfriend reposting an Insta story she's tagged in, and she's with her male friend, who I know, but it looks like they're in a hotel room. I have her male friend on Insta, and in another story, he has a group pic of the four girls, one of them is my girlfriend, and four guys. Later on, I confirmed that this was everyone who was in the group. Now, here are some alarm, or where some alarm bells went off. My girlfriend was meant to be with two other girls only. Mm -hmm. In the group pic, none of her two girlfriends were there. At this point of time, I'm at home thinking she's in a girl's night out. She's at her friend's house. After seeing the story, I get a message from my girlfriend. Oh, my gosh, you won't believe who bumped into Megan, friend from the group, and all of her mates. No mention of any hotel room or anything, but I knew she was in a hotel room drinking with these guys and girls based on her friend's Insta story. I told her, no way, haha, you bump into them at your girlfriend's group, uh, group, which was group number one's house. She replied with, no, we are out. Her reply made me realize that something is off. She said her friend group, which was the first one that we talked about, needed the toilet really bad, and they stopped at the hotel. No mention of them stopping at the hotel, going up to a friend's room for drinking, basically joining a party, mm -hmm. no nothing. We live in a busy city, and there is a bar after bar in the town center. If you were desperate to use a bathroom, you would never skip all the bars you were walking past and head to a hotel room to use a bathroom. Right. This is what didn't make sense to me. I got some more details out of her the next day, as I didn't buy the explanation, and she basically said they were trying to get to a bar, and her friend could not wait, so they went to the hotel as it was on the way. This was impossible, because the, the bars came first, and they'd need to walk an extra one to two minutes to get to the hotel and take a small detour. Anyways, I'm at home getting this text off her. No mention she's at a hotel room and other guys with other guys and girls. 
Later on at 2 a.m., she posts a Snapchat story of her dancing with all the people from the second group, but none of her two original friends were there. At this point, I was almost adamant she had lied to me, but I had no concrete proof. We were meant to see each other the next day anyway, so I asked her how her night went. At this point, if it wasn't for the social media stories, I went to bed thinking my girlfriend had a girl's night with two friends. My girlfriend then told me her story. She went to her friend's house, which was the group, the first group she talked about, and then their mom dropped all three girls to the club. Because the club hadn't opened yet, they walked to a bar, but her friend was dying for the toilet, so they stopped at the hotel as it was quote-unquote on the way and came first, which again, this is not true. Whilst her friend was using the bathroom at the hotel bar, they happened to bump into one of her friends from the second group who happened to be pre-drinking in a hotel room upstairs. So my girlfriend and the two friends joined the second group in the hotel room. Everyone from the second group was also going to the same event, so it made sense. Now, the chances of this happening are so slim that I just didn't buy it, and my girlfriend had the benefit of the doubt. They all went out to the uh, event in the end. Over the past days, I brought this night out up again in conversation. Not like you're lying, but more in conversation to get more details out of the night. I kept giving her chances of coming clean and telling the truth, but she stuck to the story. I asked her in particular which friend she was out with, exactly which bar they were going to, and I sort of implied that her bumping into her friend in the hotel is one in a million. My gut knew I was being lied to, but I didn't tell her. Fast forward, I joined a night out with my girlfriend and two of her friends from the hotel room. My girlfriend was still making her way, but I was speaking to her friends at the bar. The story he told me was completely different. The real story, he messaged my girlfriend that she should come out to the event and they have a hotel room and she should come meet him and the others there as they were having a little party. I asked him if she came by herself and he said yes. She came by herself, no other girls. I also asked him if he actually messaged her to come meet them in the hotel room and he said yes, it was planned. This refutes what my girlfriend's saying that it was a chance encounter. My girlfriend's male friend also said to invite me at the time, but she said that he's busy. My girlfriend didn't even ask me. Later in the night, I asked her other friend if my girlfriend came alone, and he also confirmed. I didn't want to tell them that my girlfriend told me something else, as I didn't want to start an argument on a night out. Basically, my girlfriend lied to me about this night out, and I'm genuinely surprised at how good her lie was. It was so good that I almost bought it had she not mentioned the hotel room along with the social media posts. I'm shocked how well she can lie to my face, and she tells me she loves me. I'm all over her social media. At this time of hers, she met four other guys and followed them on Insta, who are friends of her male friends and she has started to like one of those guys posts insta uh set as public normally i couldn't care however now i feel like i can't trust her in a group picture at the event she has her arm around a guy's neck like a best friend type of arm around the neck it was super close there were guys and girls in that pic but that was the first time she met that guy i appreciate in pics you do that but it was close enough that you'd think that he was her boyfriend Throughout our relationship, I told her how important trust is, and I told her there is no love without trust. I'm not sure if lying to her father all her life has something to do with it. I now question everything my girlfriend tells me because I don't know if it's the truth or not. I don't know if I should call her out on it or if I should tell her friends that she lied to me about the night out. I don't know any i don't like others knowing about our relationship problems though i'm not sure if i should act a bit more naive and see if she slips up on anything again before speaking to her please let me know what i should do <sighs> you want me to go first on this one sure okay um this is gonna be a little weird to hear this but you're part of the problem mm-hmm. so you need to understand this it's you're part of the problem it's I, i'm gonna I'm I'm trying to say this in a way that you have to understand, but if you have a relationship that is built, it doesn't matter what her relationship with her dad is. If her relationship with her dad is an authoritarian one where she has to, you know, dip out and dodge and, and avoid her dad, then, you know, and, and she's used to that kind of level of lying, that's, that's her problem to deal with. And that's something that's going to be a character flaw in her. 
However, first she offered for you to go and said, oh, it's going to be a girl's night out. Okay. You so know, she expected him to say no. Right. Because she was saying that it was going to be a girl's night Meaning out. Meaning that she knew that you, it, it, she knew that you wouldn't go. Yeah. That's right? a very sophisticated lie. Yeah. And, and so the, the level of setup in this whole thing is the moment that you know that she's where she's not supposed to be. Look, l- l- let me just tell you this because I've been there and, and, and done this. You know, it's very simple. If I show up and, you know, I see that you're not where you're supposed to be. And, and we've had that, right? Yeah. We had that where you weren't where you said you were going to be. And I was like, oh, okay. And you were supposed to be going to work. And what it was was you were where you're supposed to be. Your phone wasn't, right? Your yeah. phone was over at your girlfriend's house. And your girlfriend had this had a boyfriend who was trying to get with you. But you were trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But he was this weaselly little piece of garbage. And I knew mm-hmm. better. And I saw... When I looked on my find my, I saw you were over there and you weren't, you know, and not at work. And I was like, huh, okay, what did I do instantly? And I'm not a jealous person. I'm just not going to be lied to. Yeah. And before I call anybody a liar, I'm going to go check the truth. So what did I do? I went went straight to to your job and I went straight to her house and then waited and then literally watched your phone as it got there. And you said, no, I've been in the back and I was there. And, you know, you texted me. I was like, because I, I texted you and you're like, I didn't have my phone. It was over at her house. OK, cool. You know, clarified it up, left no room for that. But it was like at the same time, obviously something's wrong in your relationship. That, that yeah. communication's not there. And you know what? She hasn't had enough of life yet. Yeah. And and that, that's it. And you're like, oh, well, relationships based on trust. Well, you already know that she has an untrusting relationship. So where are you? Where are you if she's already got the, the only male figure in her life, her dad, is a completely untrusting relationship and she lies to him all the time. And now she's in a relationship with you. How do you think that she views? What do all women view the men in their lives on based on the men in their lives that are authorities in their lives? Mm-hmm. And you, you know, set it up and she doesn't trust, you know, she's not trusting and everything else. Let me. So she puts her arm around a guy in a picture and that's too much because she likes the guy. You talk to your exes. Do I stress about that? Do I'm like, what did you guys talk about? What did you do? Let me see the messages. Let me see the chats. Let me see. I, I don't care. I genuinely don't care. You're with me to be with me. And, and if that's the case. And so but on the, in the same token. If you don't trust her and you don't trust her this quick in the relationship and you think it's over, that's it. No relationship's going to survive on lies, but that goes on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, you're sitting here. You are literally asking us if we think in your in your final question, if we think you should be deceptive to the person that you think's been lying to you. <laughs> should I act naive? And, you know, and no, dude, what the hell? So you literally are sitting there saying. She's lying to me. So you guys think I should lie and, and act, you know, naive and going and just wait for it to know because then now now that's your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Your relationship is going to see nothing but that. And, and that's that's where that is. It's that's absolutely ridiculous. So, no, this is this is a failed relationship. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely a failed relationship. You know what? She needs to. If she happens to see this, she just needs to break up with him or he needs to break up with her and they need to go about their own way and have their own life and have their own experiences. It's the only chance you're going to have of having any relationship after that. It's just having parallel lives and not worrying about what the other one's doing. If you're in a place in your relationship where, 
let's just say she flat out lied to you. Okay, if she flat out lied to you and said she wanted to go to the hotel and she wanted to go be with these guys, let's say she got with every one of these guys, hooked up with them so many times, turned the odometer on the bed in the hotel. Okay, your relationship's over. Why are you going to sit around and wait? Otherwise, you're just going to sit and, and not trust anything else that she does, and you're going to build that relationship where paranoia and distrust is going to be a part of it, and that's going to fail. So, nope, your relationship's over. Congratulations. Yeah, I fully agree. And the fact that the post itself was so all over the place tells mm-hmm. me that he is hurting and he knows just flat out you're crazy if you stay with this woman mm-hmm. there is no part of it that no matter what because now you have to go back and question how many other times has she lied to you literally if you didn't see those posts you wouldn't have known right oh she mentioned being at the hotel but you wouldn't have questioned it if you didn't see the posts like, oh, I ran into these people at the hotel. Why were you at the hotel? My, you know, my, my friend needed to use the bathroom. Friend mm-hmm. that you were already with, no, you know, no posts or anything to prove her otherwise would have been perfectly fine. You probably wouldn't have questioned it. But the fact that you saw her in, you know, Instagram posts, hanging out with other people, being in a hotel, you know, drinking and having this good old time with none of the people she said she was going to be with, there mm-hmm. is no part of that that is, you know. Oh, well, it was a misunderstanding. Oh, she didn't know what was going on. Oh, well, you no. know, she's and then you've given her multiple times to tell truth and mm-hmm. come clean and she hasn't told you the truth. And you've confirmed with two other people yeah, that she flat out lied to you. No, there's no part of you that should be wanting what, to stay with her. It, it just sounds like you're more like you want to be able to leave having trapped her 100 percent in the lie. Yeah. Look, like, like you just don't you don't you, like, you don't trust lied. yourself mm-hmm. because you don't you think that you're being paranoid there. No, you don't need. So what if you were? So what if all of that that she said was true and her friends were the liars? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You, the fact that it was ever even a, a a thing you had to think about in the way that you did. The, nobody should ever give you a reason to be suspicious of what they're doing. If yep. everything, you know, if everything is great and everything's fine, you know that you're in a healthy relationship where, you know, they care about you and they never do something like that to you then there should never be cause for that. Yeah. You shouldn't be in a relationship where you're going to be constantly worrying if no. what she's doing is no. telling the truth or lying. It's just straight up, no. And, and, and if you if you do go around behind her and you do go through it and you find out that, hey, you know, she's not, then you need to shut up and get away from it anyways because that means that you're the toxic, insecure person. Mm-hmm. But it, it, in this case, no. Why, why are you hanging on? There's no reason to hang on. You're not going to trust her. You're not going to believe her once you've got that in your head mm-hmm. and other people are confirming it for and have no agenda to tell you a lie or a truth. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it, so it's over. So what do we got next? Uh, this next one is from Am I the A-hole? Uh, it's titled Am I the A-hole for getting my daughter a hotel room entirely for herself after her stepsisters made her sleep on the floor. Right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no. Yeah. I would be like, no, that's. That sounds perfectly reasonable. So, my dad passed away two weeks ago. Me, mm. my wife Candace, is what we'll call her, and my daughter, who is 16, Shiloh, and her stepsisters, 19 and 17, flew to my hometown to attend the funeral. After that, we got two hotel rooms, one for me and Candace, and one for the girls. While I was in the room, I got a call from Shiloh at 11 p.m. At crying and sounding like she was arguing with her stepsisters. I asked, what's the matter? And she told me that her stepsisters insisted that she sleep on the floor. There were one large bed in the room and there was enough space for all three girls to sleep on it. I asked why and she said she didn't know. 
I went to see what the issue was and talked with my stepdaughters about it. They talk, they kept talking, uh, but didn't really explain why they told her to sleep on the floor. They just shrugged and said, it's just better this way. We're more comfortable this way. I told Shiloh to grab her things, and one of my stepdaughters asked what we were doing. I told her I was booking her a hotel room. Both looked upset, but didn't say anything, but they must have called their mom because she was awake when I got back and started arguing with me about giving Shiloh an entire hotel room for herself. Wow. I explained why I did it, but she said I wasted money and that Shiloh could have sucked it up for one night on the floor. I called her unreasonable for saying this, but she showed. She told me I showed the girls that I'm playing favorites and made my stepdaughter share a room while I gave my daughter an entire room for herself. We went home and Candace is still bringing it up, saying that I mishandled this. She even pointed out how my stepdaughters are upset since they're not speaking to me. For the record, it was Candace who got a room for the three girls as to not stir any drama and save money. She was in charge of the hotel reservations since I was emotionally distressed. Also, Candace did not expect Shiloh to sleep on the floor. She wanted all girls to share the bed. Okay, no. What, yeah, what, definitely not. Okay, look. Uh, <laughs> um, no, you, you know who was playing favorites? You, you, your stepdaughters were playing favorites. They yeah. wanted your daughter to sleep on the floor. That was playing favorites. And you know what? I would absolutely do the same thing, and it wouldn't matter because. And I can, you know, I can say this right now. I have a stepdaughter, basically, right? I have two daughters, and I have a stepdaughter. And if my my daughters treat my stepdaughter like garbage. Mm-hmm. I make sure that they're the ones that get the punishment for it. Yeah. And vice versa. I don't care. It's if it would have been if you know, ask yourself this question. And this this will put it to you. If it was your daughter and one of your stepdaughters forcing your other stepdaughter to sleep on the floor, would you have gotten your other stepdaughter a room? And if the answer is yes, then you're not the a-hole. Yeah. You know, because that that's is just literally not wanting a child <laughs> to be traumatized or to feel like lesser of a person. Mm hmm. So it's like, no. But now, if the answer was, well, no. Then you are playing favorites. Congratulations. Your wife is right. You're playing favorites and he makes you by default the a-hole. Yep. So, yeah, that's that's pretty easy. It's like, no, because I would do that. I'd absolutely yeah, do that. 100%. 100%. I would have 100%. no issues with that. Mm-hmm. Or bringing them, inviting them to sleep in the room with us or mm-hmm. get it like literally anything just because that's. This just I don't like they literally decided they were going to try to live up the Cinderella dream of mm-hmm. being evil stepsisters and then got mad when it didn't work out like that. Like that's just I don't know. That's just yeah. I could not understand something like that. And I know that like at you know different ages, different mindsets, different you know lives, and um, just different expectations mm-hmm. for things that you know when you get caught up in a crowd mentality, if one person's doing it, the other person's going to do it. I, I can see how that may have gotten like out of hand, mm. but them for them to be upset about it afterwards, it's just like what you guys are already blood related. So where are you? What are you upset about? Yeah. And, <laughs> like, you know, and your wife's attitude is completely bullshit. Oh yeah. You know? For her to keep it, bringing it, it up after that, like, like cause that's she's dumb. Sounds like just one of those people that has to be right. And it means that she has been simmering on it and thinking about it between yeah. the, the space of time, which is what a lot of people do in arguments. And like we joke around that we're we'll we'll have an argument, and then we're done, and like three days later you'd be like, hey, remember when we said this? This is what I thought about. This is what it was like because it shows you were thinking about it. Yeah. And it's like, and I've done it. We've we've all done it. And it's like, okay, you know. But for her to sit there and say, you know, where would it have been okay for her? Mm-hmm. Right? Would would she have the same attitude if you'd have given one of the stepdaughters? The room, yeah, because right? that's what that it tells me that she's the one pay, playing favorites, right? Because it's like you gave your daughter a, you know, cause the, I just people that call other people things tend to be 
calling them that because that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're going to be the first person to call somebody else for out for it, so that when it happens, so when they do it, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal because then they can throw it and spin it back around. And be like, well, yep. you did it, and so uh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all, especially because you know you're in a time of distress. Was it your mother just passed away? Yeah, yeah, two days. So I don't even. Mm-mm. That's just she's supposed to be the one being understanding, mm-hmm. and she just straight up tried to make a de- big deal about it, and then you got home and she wouldn't let it go. It's like, bro, it's not that serious. That's the kind of person that everybody looks at when you're at a wedding and say, you know, if any man or wo- if anyone sees a reason why this man or woman shouldn't be joined, everybody looks at her like, don't you, you better not say there. anything don't you <laughs> yeah. in there, right? Like, ugh. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> so not the a hole by any stretch of the imagination, Un- unless the answer was no. To the if it was one of your stepdaughters on the ground, mm-hmm. so because then we again with all of these and we know this with all of these we're not hearing both sides of the story or multiple sides of a story, we're hearing what one person is saying is there as far as their conveyance as far as their conveyance no and I'm sure most people in your comments agree that you're not the a hole mm-hmm. but if it was somebody on the other side like I always try to think what would the other argument be right. Mm-hmm. Like his daughter's out of control and she's just a brat and she because she knows he's his daughter and she always gets the center. And it was like and she was like, well, if I don't get the middle part of the bed and they were like, OK, you can sleep on the floor if you don't want to be in the center. You don't want to be on, you know, whatever it is. There's things that could change the story. But based on what's said no, And end of it. <laughs> what's next? So this next one is from Relationship Advice. And uh, both of them are 42. Uh, I caught my wife cheating what and how am i supposed to tell my children so i don't even know where to start i'm so devastated and have been crying me and my wife have been married since 24 years now and know each other since 26 years we have two children who are 21 and 17 all these years that have been no problems at all she has been a friendly loving and caring mother and wife since the past two weeks she has been acting differently she has been a little rude at times a little aggressive she never acted this way in the past I was supposed to travel for a few days due to work. My children were at my mom's for the weekend. When I reached the airport, my flight was delayed for four hours. Then they said the flight had been canceled and they would put me in the flight for the next day. So I came back home. It was around 1130 at night or so when I came, when I reached home, my wife did not know I was coming back. When I opened the door, that is when I just went into a big shock. There was some sort of party going on. There were around 10 to 15 people. I recognized four or five of them who were the co-workers of my wife, but others I had never seen them before. The whole place was a mess. So many bottles and one person was even drawing something on the furniture. I looked for my wife and then I saw her making out with another woman who was her co-worker. I was extremely shocked and started crying. She saw me and panicked. I told everyone to get the hell out of my house. I'm sitting in the living room since the past few hours now. My wife is in the bedroom at the moment. I didn't. I did get angry and shout at her. I do want her to leave. I feel so devastated at the moment. My daughters are supposed to come over in the evening and I don't know what I'm even supposed to tell them or how I should tell them because it will break them apart too. This co-worker is new at her place. She joined a month ago, and within a few weeks, she decided to cheat on me with this woman over me who has been who has had her kids and known her for so many years. I guess her behavior changed because of that woman, but how so fast? It makes no sense to carry on this relationship. I guess it will head to divorce. Can anyone guide me with the basics? I would... I know I would need to find a good lawyer, but any idea how much they charge all these years, my wife never uh, fleeced money out of me and she contributed in whatever she could. She was not a type of person who demanded things, but well, now I can't say anything because I didn't expect her to cheat. The house is on my name. My daughter who is 17 will turn 18 at the end of this month. What things can my wife claim? So that (sighs) sucks. That is a lot. And Mm -hmm. I, you go first. 
I couldn't even I just every time I think hear about these things I just can't even imagine like you really were going to travel for work and it's just always these chance things so a flight got delayed you're gonna come home surprise her it was 11 30 you know come in the bed and be like hi you know that's great mm-hmm. I've done that with you yeah. guys I literally will turn off my location services and and just kind of show coast up along and be like hey I'm home and you it's know? great it's amazing mm-hmm. and we love when that happens the girls love when that happens like, and I never do that with the and that sounds like he, same thing for OP like it wasn't coming home like i'm gonna catch them if they're up yeah. to something like the only thing i'm like that my brain says but the house is dirty like yeah. that's the only thing i've ever said right yeah but you and know that's but like that's just to come home and not only she's you know cheating on you she's also having a whole party while mm-hmm. you're gone that just that automatically tells me like i don't care you probably it. yeah I mean, you've done it saying. she's done it before like she was ready for you to be gone and yeah that's, yeah this is you know yeah okay so she's met this girl three weeks ago and and it changed over you know the only condolences that i could give you know um as far as that goes with our the only side i could see on the other is how how's your relationship been that it how strong is your relationship that it changed that quick you know what i mean yeah but but it's like okay so is your wife by? And just hasn't been honest with you about being bi. Is she, you know, did, what, what, where, where is it? It's, it's the only thing that I kind of get curious about. Cause I do that whenever, you know, you guys do and you, and you've said it, it's like, no, there was really no rational thought behind it. It was stupid, blah, 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 blah type situation. It's like, okay, you know, stupid things happen. We all do stupid things, mm-hmm. but you don't just say, Hey, my husband's leaving tonight. I'm going to have a party everybody come on over type situation that that doesn't happen the first time in one time like you're saying so yeah um don't worry about what it costs and don't worry about telling your kids yeah, because they're going they're 17 and 21 as much as i i can understand that mm-hmm. you don't want to break their hearts with something like that you don't want to just straight up tell them oh you're you know your mom cheated on me and you know this is you don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of it because it's not their relationship right but you can still say we're getting a divorce because she cheated on me that well, you don't have to go into all the details you don't even have to go that far just say hey your mom and i have decided that we're going to get a divorce and you know what let the kids ask what they want to ask and how they want to ask and be honest with them. Do not, do not, don't lie to your kids. Yeah, no. Don't, don't be deceptive to your kids. As somebody who was lied to when it came to my parents Mm -hmm. getting divorced for so long and still ongoing, Mm -hmm. I, there's no part of me that can ever, ever convince anybody that that's the right thing to do. No. Because they will find out and it will hurt them more when they find out the truth than when, you know, you just telling them, right off the bat because at least they will know mm-hmm. it, they but don't, don't, but don't have volunteer to spend, it, don't spin it don't do anything yeah else to no it. they don't have to spend however long trying to figure out what went wrong because mm-hmm. you know from the sound of it, it, it for the most part it sounds like you were crazy in love with her your entire life and you guys yeah. have had a strong marriage whether or not she's done this before because let's say this is the first time whatever but for you to have such a strong ongoing relationship this long that your kids are 21 and 17 mm-hmm. and out of nowhere you guys are going to get divorced don't let it just be a oh hey by the way because it's it is going to hurt because you guys were together for so long with no issues for it to be out of the blue and them not understand why mm-hmm. you just you have to get it you got to rip the band-aid off now instead of waiting and hoping that they just never find out they will because whether or not you know this you guys yeah. go through the divorce and she decides she's going to be with this woman you they're going to find out one way or another so mm-hmm. don't lie don't spin it don't go oh well and you know skirt around the the problem the problem is what it is it's not like you're dealing with a five and six year old kid 
they are not stupid. They are 17 and an adult. Exactly. And they're going to know something's wrong. So, no, you just just tell them. They're going to understand. They they may be hurt by it, but at the end of the day, if they're not like if the 21-year-old is off doing their own thing and they're, you know, you know, an adult, then they're going to go, wow, this really sucks. And they're going to be a little hurt, but they're not going to have an entire mental breakdown. Same thing with a 17 year old. You said they're turning 18 at the end of the month. They're about to be an adult. They're not going to have a mental breakdown. Like they're a young teenager still going through all of the hardships of being a teenager. Mm -hmm. They're, they're coming out of that. They're going to get, they're going to understand it will hurt, but they will understand. So that's just, you just got to tell them. (laughs) That's, so, and, but, and, yeah, yeah, everything and I, else. I knew, I knew the line to the kids part because for you, I mean, especially it's like, yeah. but you, you know, your kids, like you said, they're 17 and 21. They're going to be like, mm, saw this coming. Like, I mean, I promise you, they see kids, see the things that the parents don't see Yep. and kids know the things that the parents don't know. Your wife doesn't like suddenly go from a complete, um, straight lifestyle to like, you know, tongue diving in another woman at a party in a public venue with just out of the blue. It doesn't, it, you know, there's so there's stuff there, but you know, no, you, you just go through the process. Don't worry about the cost because the cost of staying together is honestly going to be more in the long run mm-hmm. because you know, you're going to have health issues if you stay together with somebody that you don't want to be with. Get it, get it done. And you may not even need an attorney. If you talk to her, say, hey, this is what this and this is this is what I find funny. And I and attorneys just cringed everywhere that I said this. Sit down, talk about what you both want and say, hey, we're going to get a divorce. That's, that's all there is to it. But let's see if we can do this amicably. The house is mine. It's in my name. I've been paying for it. It's fine. You know. Our daughter is about to be 18, so she's she's almost gone. You know, I you've been with me this long and 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 be fair and 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 come up with it. And then if she doesn't like it, then get the attorney, mm-hmm. you know, try to roll through it as as cordially as you can. And then if not, then get the attorney and attorneys asking how much an attorney costs is like how much a, a, asking how much a car costs. Yeah. OK, if I ask how much is car? And somebody's like, oh, $500. Okay, I can get a car for $500. It's not going to be a great car. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I can get I can get a car for, you know, $50,000. It's going to be a better car. Mm-hmm. Just normally, you know, I can get a car for half a million dollars. So asking how much an attorney costs is, is just, no. When you, when you talk to attorneys, ask them what they want for a retainer and what their hourly is. And, you know, and... Find out what they do if everything's billable and, and just ask the basics. Look, there's there's like five questions that you can always ask for an attorney. And it's, you know, including references. Never be afraid. And I find this amazing. Attorneys are the one thing that people will go and not look for references for. And that just blows me away. Get references for an attorney. If an attorney's a good attorney, you'll have good references for him. Go to Yelp. Go to Google. Go find the things that are, that are there and look for things that aren't botted, you know. But... But don't don't worry about the cost right now. Worry about, you know, if you need to get out of this situation, get out of the situation. Otherwise, if your wife is by and she's been holding it and this is her outburst and everything else, ask where your relationship is. I mean, do you want it over at this point? You know, is it because she cheated on you? Is it because she cheated on you with a woman? Is it because, you know, just just ask those questions and, you know, who knows? Like if, if my wife came out to me tomorrow and said, hey, I am by, 
I would be like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, like that, that would literally be my attitude. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I want my wife, my wife and I have a relationship where we just want each other to be happy. You know, we're not poly because I'm selfish. We're not poly because she's selfish. We're poly because we're both unselfish in our relationship. But we have also had a marriage of 20 years of honesty where I never lied to her. I kept one one piece of truth from her and that bit me in the butt. And, you know, she's only lied to me once and saw how that affected me. And, and I don't even remember what it was. But, you know, yeah, I do now that I remember. But anyways, but our, our relationship aside from that has just been nice and healthy. So anyway, what do we got next? So this one that we're going to end on is okay. a little bit longer. Um, a little bit of a crazy ride. Um, it started two years ago. They posted on Reddit, and um, it was a nice and short one that spiraled into something absolutely horrendous that um, we're going to read in the update. So first I'll read the old one. Mm-hmm. Um, it is my 32 female boyfriend, 34 male, murdered several houseplants in the span of one afternoon and is mad that I am sad about it. So I have a green thumb and I've spent a lot of time, energy, and money on plants. One particular plant reproduces by creating little offshoots that grow off of it until they become mature enough to and grow their own root systems. I've had this plant for many, many years and have been so happy to see it finally making little babies. This afternoon, my boyfriend ripped more than half the babies off the plant and threw them in the dumpster outside. I just discovered this less than 20 minutes ago. The plant is mutilated since he ripped the things off, leaving large areas stripped of leaves and some vines have no chance of recovery and will have to be cut off at the base. I looked through the trash for the baby plants to see if I can maybe save some of them, but they are gone. I just confronted him about this and he sounded very annoyed and said I didn't know you have to wait so long for it to make more of those. I am devastated that he killed all those baby plants and badly injured the adult plant. I feel so sad about it, but he doesn't seem to care and is just playing games. I'm furious that he mutilated a plant without asking or telling me, especially since he has no knowledge about plants at all. He claims he thought he was helping it. What should I do? And so that was the original. Everybody in the comments were screaming, leave. This is a very big red flag. The fact that he just, for whatever reason, destroyed a plant and mm. thought he was helping it. And the way that he did it doesn't sound like he didn't know what he was doing. He was mad. And he was ripping that plant up for a reason. And so that plant, you know, that post didn't seem like, you know, a whole lot. It's not a lot of context or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But then they posted an update uh, yesterday. <laughs> so, update. And I'm just going to, I'm not even going to read the the title because I don't even, I just want you to go for that ride. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. So a few years ago, I posted about how my boyfriend, male 34 at that time, had utterly mangled several baby plants and one adult plant with no remorse whatsoever. I wanted to update you all on what happened afterwards. Well, several of you told me to run. Reddit, you were right. About a year after that, we broke up when it was clear he had been lying to me about some huge important relationship issues that will not be central to this post. Marriage, money, or shared business, other women, etc. After we had the final blow-up fight and I left, things got much worse. And his true colors came through again. I should have listened to your warnings. This time, the victim was one of my cats. I had two cats, a calico and her baby, a fluffy tuxedo cat. This tuxedo cat was my absolute darling, and I adored him more than anything else that breathed. Unfortunately, my now ex knew this. When I decided to leave him, I packed up one suitcase and booked it to a friend's house. So he decided to poison my cat. He called me saying the cat was ill, so I drove to the veterinary hospital immediately. When I received the lab results, the vet outright said, it looks like he's been poisoned. His kidney levels were literally off the charts, as in the machine could not 
accurately read Mm -hmm. how high they were. The vet described it as, his kidneys are basically solid. I had a previous cat who had a genetic condition that predisposed him to a kidney disease, and at 14, he died from it. When he passed away, his kidney levels were nowhere remotely near as bad as this previously 100% healthy six-year-old cat was. Jesus. Hours later, I had to decide to put him down. I called the veterinary hospital and gave them the address where I wanted the ashes shipped. Before they were shipped, my ex-boyfriend went and picked them up. He denied me having the ashes, saying I owed him the entirety of the cat's final veterinary bill before he would let me have the ashes. I never received them. When I tried to pick up my other cat, the calico, he said he would only give her to me if I paid him $1,500. Feeling I had no legal way to reacquire my cat, I cut my losses to get away from him and moved across the state. I wish that was the half of it, and it was certainly the most horrible thing he did. He made every attempt he could to ruin all my social connections, went out of his way to extort and harass me, including showing up to the place I had been sheltered and demanding me to come outside, and texting those inside to come out, thus me having to move so far away. I lost my relationships, my home city, several friendships, and both of my cats in the span of three weeks. He harassed me, my now boyfriend, and several of my friends via text for well over a year. He is now blocked by nearly all of us. I post this as a warning for everyone who posts here with similar stories. Yes, Reddit is quick to jump to suggesting breakups, but when people tell you, yikes, OMG, huge red flag, etc., maybe they are right. Don't ignore the red flags like I did. I wish I had left with my cats and run home to the other side of the state in the same day he destroyed and killed my plants. I let myself think it was a one-off thing. Mm. Obviously, it wasn't. I'm still emotionally and financially recovering, and I can never bring back my cat or recover the other cat. Mm -hmm. The good news is now I'm doing way better. I have new supportive and loving boyfriend and he got me my new cat he loves me we just bought a house together life is actually pretty peachy but it only started to get better when i completely cut the last guy out of my life i'm honestly doing way doing pretty well for myself and i can't wait for what this new year brings thanks for trying to help me reddit as long as i waited i'm still glad that your voices were in the back of my mind helping to enforce the decisions when i finally did leave you guys and gals are awesome And then they edited, some people have asked why I left my other cat with him. I didn't. He stole her. I attempted to reacquire her several times. As the vet bills were in his name, it is very hard to prove legally that she is my cat. Mm. I adopted her, cared for her, fed her every day, etc. But that doesn't hold up in court the way names on a vet bill will. From my limited understanding of property and pet law, I am not a lawyer and could be wrong and I'm open to that. He refused to give her to me, at first asking for money, then simply refusing. A friend even offered to help me break in and get her. However, I am in a state where it is legal to shoot if you enter a person's property unannounced and further i'm not interested in breaking and entering charges nor charges of pet theft believe me i want her and fear for her every day i tried as best i could but all my further options are illegal suggesting more legal acquisitions are welcome but please no more emails of disgust that i left her with him Mm. believe me i already hurt over it Also, the question, why didn't I call the cops, is coming up 100% because I was scared. Previous times, I had called the cops and had not been, not had great interactions. Doesn't seem to matter to them what was happening before they showed up, but the dude says everything is fine when they arrive. I just fled. Surely the statute of limitations for something like this has not passed. I'm not a legal expert and don't know anything about animal abuse laws. I have been focusing on getting to safety and going to therapy. Of course, I think what he did was illegal, but not everybody can just call the cops in every situation. This was scary, so I fled. I could get a lawyer to advise me in the future, and of course, I want justice for my cat. Mm-hmm. So, as somebody that absolutely adores cats, when I read this, I was like tearing up because oh, I, I could yeah. not even imagine. Just like I, I can't. I literally can't imagine somebody being so wrong and messed up in the head that they would kill a cat mm-hmm. to try to get you back. That does like I what. <laughs> I feel so 
so horrendously bad for this woman because there's just there's no world and it's not like this person is in their 20s or 18 like freshly out there and you know they're just dumb stupid teenagers young adults they're 32 and 34 this Mm -hmm. guy is 34 years old and this is how he's acting that is terrifying to me the fact that she was in a relationship that long like i still like i fully believe that there was more to it than what she said because you know even like she said that there was more more reasons why she left and some of them being they had a business together they was you know it sounds like he was stealing money laundering money whatever it was he clearly with her to mention other women it means he cheated or got very close to it like i cannot (sighs) That is a lot to unpack, and I am so glad that OP is finally moved away away and is doing well and has a new boyfriend, and they just bought their house together and has a new cat because as much as it sucks, I understand people being like, how could you just leave that cat? But when it comes to the life of that cat and the life of her and the life of all of her friends and family at that point, leaving the cat or putting everybody else in danger there there was a little extra that was in there that you breezed over and i think most people probably did not catching it but knowing that kind of world i i caught it really quick um she said she was sheltered while she was in a shelter and which means that she was she was in a place where there was some kind of abuse that's what that is it's a woman's shelter right and and he came after her at the shelter Mm -hmm. right a lot of those shelters won't let you have your animals, period. There, I, I can't. Th- as a matter of fact, I can't think of a single shelter that I've ever, and I've been to shelters, I've helped with shelters, I've you know volunteered with shelters, um, and they will not let you have your animals in there. You know, it's just because it's there for you, and no yeah. matter what, you are always going to be more important than your animals. But transference is is a toxic thing. If I want to hit you. But I hit a wall instead. That's transference, right? If if you piss me off and I throw whatever is in my hand down on the ground, just shattering it because it makes me feel better, that's transference. That that is no matter what. Transference is always a red flag, you know. Mm-hmm. If I have a problem with you, I try my best to deal with my problem with you, right? And mm-hmm. it's like I don't sit and turn around and. And it was something that you weren't even used to that like, hey, I'm mad at you about this situation. Okay, what are you doing? I'm going to my room. Why? We're sleeping together tonight. But you're mad at me. Yeah, (laughs) I I don't get that. You know, it's like I that that doesn't matter. Right. And it's it's the same thing. It's when people are, are, are he's destroying your stuff. If I it doesn't matter whether it's a plant it doesn't matter whether it's a meal. It doesn't matter if it's a dish or your favorite mug or your not-so-favorite mug, right? If they're destroying your stuff, mm-hmm. get out. Get out right there. Like, right there at the plant issue, get out. And I hate to say it, you would probably have living cats right now. You know, it's in situations like that, you just GT the FO mm-hmm. and, and get away from it. So that's, that sucks. That's horrible. You know, definitely. Um, yeah, that's that's just really bad. But on that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're uh, I, I sh- it, it makes me happy because I've got a successful 20 year relationship with my wife. I've got we've got a successful relationship of three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, with Nikki, you know, um, 
because when we have problems, we take our problems, we yell, we belt, we just get them done and get them out of the way. 20 minutes later, we're all feeling bad about what we did. Nobody wants to be the first to move, move but we just do. Just walk in a room, lay on top of the other person or just be like, uh, you know, but we get it out. We get it done and we're over it. We don't carry it on and, and anything like that. But that those kinds of relationships, those toxic, unhealthy people, until there's a consequence, they're going to keep going. Mm-hmm. If, if the vet said that cat had been poisoned, you should have encouraged that vet to have called the police and had his ass arrested. That's that's where I would have been in that immediately. Because mm-hmm. then if you want to know if you can take a civil suit, go to a judge and say, hey, I want my cat. I want this cat. And the judge is like, well, it, you know, he's the one paying for all this. Yes, he's also the one that killed the other cat. You know, there's always ways that you can do things. So anyways, but, but I with also that, understand that the money situation sure. was probably oh, not yeah. the, the greatest in order to afford all of that. And like she said, she was scared. Mm-hmm. Well, filing a civil suit is not expensive and people seem to think it's like, you know, thousands of dollars to any time you're going to go to court. But civil suits are can can literally be a hundred bucks, you know, but if you don't have a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks is a lot of money. So yeah. I get that. And, you know, getting a notice from the Nissan dealership that they want four thousand dollars to fix my my truck, you know, that that <laughs> throws me off a little bit. So but hopefully our other truck is out and running. But. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us today. And, you know, we're really appreciated. If you heard our morning podcast, you, you know, you know, just we've had some craziness going on. And and uh, yeah, we're just we're pushing through and, and we just appreciate it when so much more that you guys are here and you're joining us. It means so much more than we could ever let you know. So thank you so much. Be sure to join us on our social media. And I know we have some new stuff up all over the place. So till uh, tomorrow. I've been Joey. I'm Kiki. This has been the Stupid Podcast on Everything. And peace out with your peace out. Bye.